Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Wednesday, 27th of April, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Steve Farrell. Oh, middle of the week already. That's what happens when we have those, uh, what do you call public holidays for Anzac Day on Monday, which we, you know what, we really haven't mentioned. No, and welcome to the International List. The Anzac Day is, as Stu and I were discussing. Yeah. On the Wednesday, we've got middle of the week, we're talking yeah. about Anzac Day. Yeah. If, if, if you were a listener, in, as you say, overseas, and mm. we do have quite a number of them, actually, yeah. which is surprising, um, explain to them, if they haven't heard, what Anzac Day is. I was about to say. Is. That is what I was about to uh-huh. say, is that, what, that you and I discussed this uh, earlier in the week, yesterday, I think, mm. about how um, you were talking to somebody who's, as you would say, a young person. About, we, we was young. Or though. a youth. Yeah, uh, yeah about, about how, about what. Um, Anzac Day is supposed to be because when I learned about Anzac Day mm. um, when I was a kid in both in my schooling but also in my family where my grandfather was um, in some of the worst battles that the Anzacs were in in um, World War Two, like full on like mm. they're, they're listed as the, the highest fatalities and high, like just extraordinary he wasn't a Gallipoli but he was in Mimkakwaim he was in like all these like Full on, there's this one amazing – the Battle of Mimkukwaim, if you haven't read about it, is if you like military history, it's just, whoa, how anybody can get out of there and then go back home and leave, lead a normal yeah, life. Yeah, go back to the shoe factory or whatever. You know, yeah. is extraordinary, which my grandfather struggled with, let's be honest. Mm. Um, anyway, point being, uh, I learned about it as this is what happened – is there was a there was a first of all um, you know we were we were brought into this by the Brits who by via remote control basically led us as lambs to mm-hmm. the slaughter right yeah. now there's a bit of nuance there that's been ironed over <laughs> smoothed over over the years and I think it, you know it could come back like the the involvement the degree to which the Australians had no control and all that is somewhat up for grabs in some areas but basically it's you know that that's that's the story right mm. so first of all the idea that it's an Australian uh, an amazing Australian coming of age moment um it's it's maybe you can maybe spin it as that was the moment where we went okay so Britain doesn't have our back we've got to fight this fight ourselves maybe that's where the kind of some of this mythology comes from but that wasn't the case at all but actually what we what we now do is so when I was I'll stick to my thing which is that when yeah. I was a kid we learnt here is a battle where the the Poms like left us we had to go in and just die. It, we, it was a total setup. It was the worst military disaster um, in like our history, mm-hmm. and we must never, ever let it happen again. Mm. And there was even like my grandfather, my Kiwi grandfather, who's the one I was mentioning. He refused to turn up to the marches. He refused to turn up to anything that in any way commemorated it. And there were lots and lots of men and women who, who were involved in the war who did that. Like not just, not, it wasn't, he said, why would I want to think for a moment about that in my life again? And to the point where he wouldn't really talk about it with yeah. us. And, but he did say, never, ever should that happen again in history. It was the most devastating, horrible thing ever. And um, that was very much the message when I was a kid. Was Which is here sensible. was a thing that happened and it was awful and it was a disaster and we were led to the 
beach and we were murdered and nobody got out of it well. It was awful for everybody involved, both sides. It, there were, you know, political nuances all over the place, but basically it was the people in power just murdering ordinary men in, in, a, in the it, just in order to better their own, like, whatever, mm. a flag on a map kind of deal. And... Um, and it was just the, it was the worst thing ever. Let's never let it happen again. Let's remember for the purposes of never letting that happen again. And it was so sad and so devastating to think about. And now... So what's the narrative now? <laughs> the narrative 2016. is... 2016. We went there and we fought and, and, and they were proud soldiers and they were so proud of what they did and they died for our country and they died for us to be able to be proud of who we are for the rest of time and so we should stand shoulder to shoulder we should all go there we should all stand in the streets and uh and uh, this is my opinion and you can write to me and tell me i'm wrong mm-hmm. uh, and and i know a lot of people who take this very seriously and get up and do the dawn thing and like you know but i said still do that but yeah. do it f- don't do it to celebrate a building of a nation. Of a nation. Let's say we're right. never again. Yeah. Let's remember the people that, that that were sacrificed. Yeah. And never do this again. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a simple lesson. Isn't I know. It? And it's funny. Be- well, it's not funny. It's it's interesting because my um, both of my grandparents, my Kiwi grandparents, were involved in the war. My grandmother was the highest up member, a uh, woman in the New Zealand Army, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, in history, I think, up until that point. And um, she and my grandfather's lives, for the rest of their lives, were the most complicated, unhappy, uh, miserable wrecks of lives for those for that reason. Mm. And and to be to be fair to them, that what they weren't completely. They found they learnt to find joy, and they found joy in other things. They eventually were able to redefine their existence a little bit. But that was – you can't expect, you know, anyone who's been through those experiences to have any kind of normalcy in their lives. And they neither of them believed – and I know a lot of people did, but I'm just saying these two didn't – that that particular part of that war or any part of that war solved anything except, mm-hmm. you know, it beat back uh, – it beat back who it needed to beat back, but not not those battles. They didn't, you know, mm. and they were run by the British. And um, this idea that Australia and New Zealand somehow kind of fought themselves free has been proven since to not quite be, you know, it's it's a little bit of a romanticisation. Romanticisation is a good way of putting it. And also, in this day and age, commercialisation. Yeah, where you've got beer companies now. Yeah, have a drink for your mates or whatever. Yeah. and it, it was it was no more stark for me than on Sunday. Yes, I took uh, my young buddy Henry to the footy, mm. and they turn all the lights off. This is the it's youth. A, it's you're a, about. That's yeah. right. It's the Anzac round, and right. uh, they turn all the lights off, and out comes a mounted horseman with a flame. Mm. I said, ladies and gentlemen, here comes a guy on a horse, uh, whatever he's called, and. Um, could you all turn on your iPhone lights now? Oh. And, and so the, the whole stadium's holding up their phones, you I'm know, sure sparkling. It looked fantastic, yeah, right? Yeah. And But I was thinking, this is propaganda. Yeah. But, you know, and all this solemn stuff. Yeah. The one thing that stood out to me with all the lights and that off, yeah. not for one second yeah. during that whole, like, lap and, you know, silence and uh, last posts and lighting of the barbecue and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, it's not much the barbecue. That's probably a bit disrespectful. <laughs> yes, but they had the so. fire burning throughout the whole game yeah. and some of that. The two massive illuminated scoreboards did not 
with for a, one with second, the advertising. stop flashing yeah. advertising. Yeah. Not for a second. There's no yeah. sound. Yeah. But every company that paid their money, yeah, were uh, it, it was probably triple effect. Yeah. Because it just said bump totally. insurance company, bump beer company, bump. You know, like uh, hospital cover this and. Yeah. I thought really. Yeah. You know what? We on uh, I think it was on Sunday or Monday went uh, down the road. You know, we get there's this new hipster bagel joint that's opened up down the road. They did to um, hilarious effect uh, hot cross bagels at <laughs> Easter time. Oh, okay. Um, and I, even then, I thought, oh, come on. <laughs> uh. They did Anzac cookie bagels. You know, like. Everyone, if there's an angle, mm. then it is going to be built into. Um, That's more of a flavour thing, though, isn't it? It's not I like cashing on Anzac Day. Well, no, but it was only for one day mm. that they did it, mm. which was Anzac Day. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying they're making millions of dollars out of Anzac Day. I'm just saying it is automatically as soon as it becomes this it's sort of nationalised mythology, mm-hmm. it becomes a brand and it becomes a thing that we can't question and we can't. Like critique, and if you critique it, then obviously you represent all of the. But we can't even the use world. the term Anzac. It's a licensed term now. Like, yeah, you that's know, right. We can't say this is the Anzac edition of the yeah. Stewart's Small Pocket. Oh no, it's not. Did yeah. you pay your licensing fee on that, yeah, or did right. you get a, a, approval? I can see is better, but if there's licensing fee involved, yeah, then and I don't know if there is or not. Oh right, I thought you did. No, <laughs> right, okay. but it, it's it. I'm reading of no, some but, but, things, but it, even so, like even if it is just a permission thing, then then it is a kind of an untouchable cultural product that we're not allowed to critique. And then, of course, what it, what happens is it enables all sorts of contemporary um, analogies, like you know they fought for our right to you know, behaving this way that we're behaving right now, that, that actually was unanticipated behaviour. Because know? I was I was sort of on my phone while the um, the guy with the, the torch was riding around the thing mm. and, like, uh, there was a baby crying, a couple of people looking around going, you know, it's a baby, because it was silence, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, a couple of people talking about it and you can hear the, hear the shushes, like, shh. Oh, and yeah, then I yeah. thought someone had a crack at me. I thought, well, hang on, aren't we celebrating the fact that we're free and we yeah, can do whatever yeah, yeah. we like whenever we like? <laughs> I cel- I'll celebrate the Anzacs on Anzac Day in my own way, yeah. but that's how I choose to celebrate yeah, it. Yeah. it. Like, there's a lot of sort yeah. of policing bent, bent pipes in this argument. Yeah, no, there mm. are lots of bent pipes. Mm. Good, good uh, phrase, bent pipes. Oh, did you yeah. just invent that? Well, uh, no, I, I, I think did we should, actually. I think we should use bent pipes a lot more. Well, especially in plumbing. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little bit peaky with, there. What's wrong with your trumpet? <laughs> um, Stuart. What? Uh, you know your T-shirt that we still haven't had made. The one that um, I'm on your side. Yes. So for first-time listeners, um, the Stuart wants a T-shirt that says I'm on your side just for any potential weirdness in any potentially racist situations. Oh, where he... hang on. Well, isn't that it? Yes, but have you found a, a use for yes. said T-shirt? Yes. So basically, it's, so it's, it's, for, it's for when you accidentally, you find yourself being like the white dude in the room and then like you, something weird happens and suddenly it looks like you're being racist or Does or that something. happen a lot in Well, no, it was you. It was you. What did you do? You walked through a, a bunch of people and then you like cleared your throat and looked 
funny and then thought that it looked like you were going, I don't like you people or something like that. It was oh. <laughs> Remember? This is no. where this is where this originated. Yeah, but when you're walking oh. the dogs. Anyway, I don't remember the full story, no, but it was very like borderline and weird. Right. And I it's mean, for it's for those scenarios. That could be that could be on my gravestone as well. <laughs> borderline and weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway, that did definitely happen to me. Hmm. We were, I was with uh, my small friend, mm-hmm. uh, in, when, let's go sort of under fives demographic, right? And we're at um, a swimming lesson and there's a swimming, there's a sort of big communal change room, boys, mm. girls, everyone, whole families, right? Everyone. And we're in there and we are the whitest whitey white whites. That, I mean, we are already, right? We are just... Pretty pale skin. Well, like, you know, the, yeah. the Celtics met the, uh, the... The Irish met the Scottish and yeah. then they went to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's the story. And, um, and, and so we're there in the middle of... Um, I would say that there were two families, um, Indian in origin. Right, subcontinental somewhere. Yeah, but... And I'm talking like it's it's got the the skin tone difference is quite extreme. Now, if you've ever been with a small person, you know that they don't understand the nuances of these things, and they quite often do things like, "Why does that person look different?" and stuff like really mm. loudly in front of everyone and pointing and like the innocence of childhood. I know, and it really does put you in a strange position. And I've read, of course, I have articles on how to deal with this mm-hmm. <laughs> because you don't want to shame the kid, and you don't want to isolate people more, and um, you know, make sort of go, no, 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 they're not. Everything's right. What are you talking yeah. about? Like you, that's rubbish. And and actually, it's good to acknowledge. Yes, everyone looks different. We actually are the ones that we're the only white face here, aren't we? We look different, and everyone does, and everyone's you know whatever. Anyway, whew, so. So what's my up, kid, racist mum? We, my kid, we, mm. we walk into this communal change room and my kid just, apropos of nothing, just quite often what kids do, they sing. They're just standing there and they're singing and it's supposed to be getting changed. You're like, come on, mm. put your, take your togs off, whatever. But she's like singing and singing and wait. Uh, she pretty much spends her whole life doing See, that. What you, what's your child's name? Bette Midler. She comes in mm. and she goes, Papa dum, papa dum, papa 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 dum, papa dum, and she's I like that song. and she's singing it, and I'm thinking to the to the Indian family. Well, not really to them, but like loudly. Right, and I say that's an interesting song. <laughs> were they all looking at her? Yes. No, no, no. There were dumb? lots of people sort of looking away, and like I oh, just, I just wondered, I just felt it. Could you cut I the tension felt, with a knife? I felt that you could, and then mm. I wondered if it was just me or like what. And then she's like, "Papa dum, papa dum." I said, "What are you doing that for?" And she's like, "I'm a papa dum. He's a papa dum. He's a papa." And she's pointing at people. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is like this is my worst nightmare. What are you doing? Where kid. does this come from? What mm. are you doing? And how do I respond? Because if I say." Why are you saying that? Like, do I try and bring it out of her or do I ignore it or whatever? Mm -hmm. So I said, which I wish she'd answered, where did that song come from? She's like, it's just a song I like to sing. I'm like, my God. Anyway. Can I sing that song? Turns out later, Mm -hmm. um, I find out from the jackpot and her later. She tells me later, but not there when I really wanted her to say it. When they've got you by the throat It's a wiggle song. She's been singing it all weekend. I've never noticed it. Oh. Never noticed that she's singing it. And then she just starts singing it in that context. And I'm like, what is this? And then, of course, what does that mean? Uh, I'm know. the racist. You are <laughs> the racist. what is, like, why? But it was just racist that I felt Lauren. other people were feeling. In fact, it was somebody else looking over that made me go, what's she singing? Like, you know what I mean? And I went, oh, maybe she's thinking that, you know. 
Anyway, it's a Wiggles song. I needed your T-shirt. I'm tut- tutting you. Needed your T-shirt. You're on their side, but you do like Papa Dums too. Yeah, so does everyone. Yes, but you could have said that's your friends in the chat. We just love Papa Dums. <laughs> Lauren Clark, how do our friends from the subcontinent get in contact? Oh, I'm so sorry to everybody. It really was. How does, how does it potential KKK uh Invitees getting contact. It is. It is the. Um, it is the thing of like you know when. I mean, like if you really wanted to analyze this properly, mm. you would think about the fact that um, being white, like I am, and you're very proud of it. And <laughs> shut up. Um, if when you imagine being proud of being white, like what yeah, a lame thing of, to be proud, proud of. of being vanilla. <laughs> yeah, that's proud right. of, uh, vanilla. Um, But when you're in the dominant culture, you don't think about those things until. That sort of scenario happens, and We're then not all be of a the sudden you're like, "Oh, if all these other people keep coming in, Lauren." Oh, Stuart, how do my analysis, my nuanced analysis <laughs> of my own, like <laughs> pseudo, anyway, whatever. Okay, it's all right. You're a racist. Own it. I'm just really not going to own that, um, Stuart. Though, yes. If people do want to find us to tell me if how to be a better you to parent, the next rally, for instance, Shut of cross burning. How do they get in contact with you, Lauren? Stupidlybig.com. We're stupidlybig on Twitter, stupidlybig on Facebook. And um, that's it. Oh, no, you can go and give us a rating or a review. And people have been doing that and they're the best. They really are great. It's great to hear from people. In fact, I've written something for uh, the big issue about (gasps) podcasting. I know. And as I was writing it, I was thinking how great it is Mm. that we are able to hear from listeners and actually know what it is. Because... You don't actually get much data through Apple, who owns everything and stuff. No. Um, so we don't actually know what, unless you talk to us, we don't know what we're doing right or wrong. And racism is wrong, so this episode is probably uh, in the wrong pile, now, I'd, su- Laura, I'd suggest. Yes, Stuart. We have to get out of here, and it is Wednesday. You know what Wednesday is? Hump day. Well, it is hump day. But it's also yes. uh, the... Clark's uh, cut the eyes out of the sheet day and get ready for the weekend. So we should let you get your sheets all nice and chopped up and fitted. And, you are uh, just a horrible man, aren't you? Oh, I don't think you should say that. You are, you're I mean, I'm man. white too. Okay, so Stuart, I'll yeah. see you tomorrow if you're lucky. All right, okay. stay strong. Oh my God. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>